Wait, what? So this happened. I'm Rachel Vallesnor, and this is the podcast Hell is Not the End, although it feels like just the beginning sometimes. Is anything really the end, though? This podcast is meant to explore the limitless possibilities of one's own soul. Why do people do bad things? Why are there countless happenings beyond understanding? Why, when we are cautioned not to do something, do we just do it anyway? The definition of curiosity, a strong desire to know or learn something. There you have it. I will curiously explore why. Hell is not the end. Typically, after an interview episode, I like to circle around again to one of the topics that I find super interesting. Amusement or theme park incidents. I'd like to explore all that could possibly go wrong when you're expecting nothing to go wrong. When you're planning and expecting a day of fun, where is your trust level? Are we just so quick to trust a popular attraction because it's established? Or do we naturally hesitate and really think about what we are doing? If you've ever done any type of research on amusement or theme park deaths or incidents, you know that they are significant. Several stories I have read will state that more deaths and incidents are way more common than they used to be. I don't believe that at all. As much research as I've personally done over the years, I know that significant deaths and incidents have always been true, probably since the inception of amusement or theme parks. The fact of the matter is that certain incidents weren't required to be reported if they fell under certain rules or guidelines established at the time. It's not necessarily the case that certain amusement or theme parks were trying to get away with anything, although it's not hard to believe that happened. It's basically that rules or guidelines change with the times. The longer you are exposed to certain dangers, the more you learn you can adjust accordingly. But right out of the gate, you can't be expected to understand everything about possible limitations. And that goes for all involved, not just park goers, but park creators. Luna Park in Sydney, Australia opened on October 4, 1934. One of the rides that was built in 1931 and transferred to the park was the Ghost Train Ride. On June 9, 1979, the Ghost Train Ride suddenly caught fire with 35 passengers believed to be on board. Ride operators started pulling people from the trains as soon as they realized the danger. At first, it was thought all passengers had escaped the fire while being pulled from the trains. This sadly was not the case. A total of seven bodies will be found inside the ride. A father, his two children, along with four school-aged children, also burned in the fire. Several evacuated passengers will recount that they saw several trains on fire where they themselves had been pulled from their own trains. Some speculation was that if the passengers had stayed on their trains, they would still be alive. Of course, no one has any way of knowing that. After taking an hour to extinguish the fire, it was believed to be caused by the ride's outdated wiring system. The fire destroyed the ghost train ride and launched an investigation. Luna Park had failed to develop an adequate fire suppression sprinkler system program that was strongly recommended by a council and fire department 18 months before the fire occurred. The recommendation was obviously ignored. Although the park's owners and management negligence were to blame and reported, it wasn't enough to bring criminal charges. In 1987, the investigation would be reopened, 
No new evidence would be found about the park itself, but was found that the original investigators did a less than thorough job the first time around. The ghost train ride was demolished, and to this day, the cause of the fire remains a mystery. Dreamland on Gold Coast and Queensland opened on December 15, 1981. Thunder River Rapids ride opened on December 11, 1986. On October 25, 2016, the Thunder River Rapids ride will malfunction. Due to the failure of a large water pump essential to the ride's operation, the ride's water level significantly drops, causing a raft carrying six riders to become stranded on support rails near the end of the raft conveyor, making it impossible to reach the unloading area. The next raft, following less than a minute behind the first stranded raft, also carrying six riders, collides with the first stranded raft along the conveyor. Both rafts shoot upwards, driven by the conveyor. The first raft will fall back to a level position on the support rails. The second raft being pushed even farther into a vertical position, causing riders to either fall out of the raft or pushing them close to the conveyor mechanism, leading to fatal injuries. Four people are killed. The two that survived were kids who managed to climb out of the raft while stuck in its vertical position. It's like the pumps couldn't keep up with the conveyor. The conveyor was working hard to do its job, and the pumps just failed, unable to function together as a team. On October 29th, the barrage of safety inspections would be launched along with an audit of state workplace of health and safety laws. On November 9th, it's announced that the Thunder River Rapids ride would be permanently closed and demolished out of respect to the victims and their families. In October 2017, it was recommended by police that no criminal charges be filed against anyone. On February 24, 2020, a report was released listing the detail of irresponsibility, the danger, and how inadequate the park safety practices were, contributing to the four deaths, strongly calling for prosecution charges for the park. The ride had several breakdowns leading to the incident. Structural and design flaws became apparent. On July 21, 2020, three charges are filed by the Work, Health, and Safety Prosecutor under the Work, Health, and Safety Act. They plead guilty, fined, and will pay accordingly. In 2014, Kankaria Lake in India decided to add some attraction-type rides for entertainment, one being this Discovery Pendulum, or Disc-O Pendulum, now, I do not have a clear date of when this incident actually occurs. One account says July 19th, another July 14th, and another July 15th. So I am simply going with July 2019. It wasn't easy to gather information on this incident, but I found it important to mention this information is vague at best. The Discovery Pendulum looked like a huge swinging arm pendulum. While in mid-swing, the giant arm snaps in half in front of a horrified crowd, sending the carriage holding at least 31 riders 20 feet to the ground below. Again, all statements that I need were not consistent on the number of injured. What I do know is what was significant. All on board were injured, except for two people that unfortunately died. Both were young in their 20s. 
This wasn't an old, outdated ride where safety protocols weren't followed. This wasn't a situation where you can be mad at someone for not reading the signs. Not even me. My point is that you can never plan for this kind of tragedy. It doesn't matter if you are the most cautious of people or the people that simply throw caution to the wind and hope for the best. Let's face it, most people do not go on a thrill ride expecting the worst possible scenario. I would like to think that most people would go on a thrill ride, you know, just for the thrill of it. My hope is that no one has to live in fear ever. As always, I will never give up and read the signs. Special thanks to all the reading materials I can get my hands on, internet mostly, thanks to wikipedia.org. Thanks so much for listening. I am Rachel Vallis-Nor, and this is the podcast, Hell is Not the End. <laughs>